So when I was writing Render, um, I was away from home. I'm from Kentucky, as Doug told you, and uh, I didn't live anywhere other than Kentucky until I was 35 when I was um, awarded a, some time to write in Provincetown, Massachusetts. So I was away from home for the first time in my life, and I was um, understanding uh, our reality with climate change for the first time in, in, in my consciousness. Um, and so I was filled with a lot of questions about uh, what this would mean for us. And by us, I mean like us for um, our relationships, how we build um, neighborliness or don't. And so these were the kinds of questions that I had in my heart when I was um, writing toward uh, whatever light those questions would hold as I was working on Render. Um, as is often the case, we, uh, I, I, I write the same story over and over again, right? We kind of do that until, until we write our way out of the story, um, which is what Ms. Gilliam and I were talking about at supper. And American Purgatory is, is called that because that's what the book is. It's, it's less of a title and more of like a genre. <laughs> it's a purgatory set in this country. And um, I was living in West Texas at the time doing my PhD. And I was noticing, um, has anyone been to Lubbock? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Love it or leave it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I was born in Lexington and my mother's people are from Perry County, Kentucky, and they were subsistence farmers. So that was where that world's imagination came from. Anyway, all that's to say, I was in Lubbock, um, which is also a circle town the way Lexington is, if you're familiar. It's, um, you know, it's the town is here and then the whatever the bucolic situation is or the agrarian situation is just outside that. And with Lubbock, it's the town. Um, and the cotton fields. And then just outside of that are the, is the extraction industry, oil and gas. And uh, one thing I was, I was living in this community, um, which, which could not be climatologically, could not be more different from Kentucky or East Kentucky. It's incredibly dry, incredibly windy. Um, but I was noticing that the, there was um, a similar look in people's eyes as uh, East Kentucky is, is where my people are, are from. Um, and I started trying to let that change me and try to seek an understanding about what that is. Um, what, how being uh, born of an extraction uh, consciousness, how being um, a part of an exploitative economy changes a person and a people. Um, and so these were the kinds of questions I, I began asking. Um, so it's set in West Texas, but it's a, it's, um, it's a prayer for all kinds of people in this country. What you need to know to enter these poems, and I'll, I'll read from this book um, longer, is that it's a story. It's a, it's a story in verse, I guess. And uh, the few characters that you need to know is the protagonist. She's um, she's in this world, and um, she's the people in this this place are uh, made to work, like so many of us are, to survive. And the idea is, of course, that they are they they think like much of the working class does that if you if you work hard enough, well enough, you'll be saved, right? That's what my parents believed. 
uh, who worked each 16-hour shifts, seven <laughs> days a week. So that's the world that we're entering into here. Um, and much like Lubbock, there's a town and there's the cotton fields. And, and um, she works with various people. Uh, one of them, his name is Slade. And uh, I think you'll recognize him. He's kind of a, a fundamentalist. He thinks he knows the rules of this world. He, he's the guy who knows how to survive this place. Um, and then there's another character we may meet uh, if there's time named Little, who um, probably actually does know the rules of this world. He's a water witch. He's the only person around who knows how to find water. Um, and then there's a there's a caste system, and you'll be introduced to the lowest caste uh, in this reading, and their name is the Brutes, and they're the ones who are made to work the fields. So that's, I think, all you need to know. So the first thing I'll read is a long prose poem, and then after that, little, little Polaroid poems. It's like this. No one was born here. We are persons held to service and labor. We are the ones keeping it going. And under us, others keep us going. They say when all this was grass, you might dig down a foot, but you'd find moist dirt. That some worm would be there to eat what rots, to resurrect with shit our humus. When it's dry, a worm will cocoon, take care of itself, curl tight in its tear of mucus until the sand is soil again. Snakes is what we have. Maybe I don't know what forgiveness is, but I know a snake will unhook its own jaw to get what's there to take. This isn't about the snakes. When I was a child, I fought like a child. I wiggled out of any strong arm trying to hold me, hold on to me. I was afraid of my brevity, I know now. The woman's shadow I called mother cast so long I could not see her eyes and felt she did not end. She did. When she was gone, I'd hide on the stairs and sit silent as evening reached through a row of square windows, each no bigger than my palm. I'd press my face hard against the cool iron rail and count the specks suspended in the light's amber. The dust here is big, and when it's wind shot, it gets in. My eyes, my teeth, the bed where I sweat out the childish things. We work a whore's hours, but care less. Exterminate, landscape, fire watch, pave the lots, cut hair, bartend, plumb. Morning comes early, and so do we. A mess of women and men in yesterday clothes, made to compete for work, will be made to do. Get your ID. Number 244, number 108, number I don't give a good goddamn because they're not calling me anyway. The best job is laying fence. Everybody wants a fence. Some so close it's like we're planting the posts right through the middle of their feet. Hang a sign that reads, don't tread on me. Take this dog one of a dozen laid low by some cargo truck trying to make his hour count. I'm supposed to shovel it, her and the rest. When I look behind me, the day lines the road's shoulder with black trash bags that shine in the heat like water shines when you want to get in it. The traffic moves. 
Between it and the wind, I plant my feet to bend, but not fall into her. I'll have to break her legs so I can fit her into the bag. I'm given so many bags. That was a nice surprise. Such a violent scene. <laughs> That's the way with drought. Nobody wants to be where she is. We've built an offing of shopping plazas. We live in trailers, then tell ourselves they'll stand. And outside town, it isn't a town. The cotton fields plowed neat, ready as a girl. The thing about dogs is they need us. Otherwise, they're half animals, scabbed with mange, scared of the hot sun. I can see why. What do I know about drought? What do I know about winds that open the plain sky, the sun bleeding into blue hour when the burrow owls rise up to stalk, their eyes warning fires, what do they know? Here's something to cry about. It's a myth. No such thing as a good bitch without a bad bitch. Dogs are gods, only so far as they can't help what they are. I can lie. I can lie my way straight through the fat belly of fear. But I can't help that. I'm here. We do not know what we do not know. The drops sound like rocks thrown into a steel tub. A window glass taps. Not today. Not today. Dust to mud. The crew and I lay sod and expect New England. I should listen. My grace is sufficient, Brother Slade reminds us. He and I take off our shoes and stand bowed, washing. He's tall for a Bible man and with red hair. The air is almost oceanic. I do not trust him. Everything dies. I tell him an old lover said that to me each night. Slade rises to bend backward, his hand on his hip, his eyes open straight to the sun. Every job has a first day. Slade was pulling minnows out of the dry river the day we met. Puddles, more or less, was all that was left. But what could live, wanted to, and tried. Treading narrow circles, a glide of brittle fins. He wore those rubber boots, though the sun was an anvil and very little wet. He smiled, I remember that his nickel smile right at me, his fingers letting fall the small fish mussels into a bag filled with yellow tap. I didn't ask his name or what it was he thought he was doing, but we talked. I listened as he taught me to relax the hand just enough. They can smell, he said, the oils our pores release when we tense to catch. You have to believe it, he said. You don't mean any harm. I'm covered in it right now. All we grow here is cotton stalks. 
thirsty weed that sells. When summer leaves, look out. The high ground will be fogged by bowls the size of testicles every inch. A reap of what we have for what we want, of what we want. Thirsty, but it sells. The engine pickers would lift three, four rows, the heads and the seeds. Now it's all hand work. Pull the lint pure. Quiet the labor. Quiet the greed. Today I watched a mother and son shop the market. The kid led that tired woman like she wore a leash. Last night, the fox traded his holler for two rats. Before that, the rats ate trash because it's all we had. Commerce. Every action. Exchange. With cotton, you can stuff your white ears white. You can swaddle your tongue dumb. Do you understand? I mean to explain the high demand. I'll spare you the details. We treat them like it's catching. Like those people chose a joke birthright. Some have no eyes, the sockets patched with paper flesh. Others gifted, three arms, four, an ear. The kid is one. <coughs> his just-born heart thrummed outside his body, no breastbone, his mouth read wide for the surging scream, but silence is what was heard, save the swish of lifeblood on through that brute child's bowels, bulbous wet root men hidden all his days, there exposed like a woman to the air's sting, like the woman who lay beneath him dead. No, struck at what she'd made. Most brutes are put to work the fields, bent over their secrets, swollen heads bobbing in and out the rows. The spray planes still circle on the hour. I don't know what the pilots think there's left to kill. It's not true. Some were born here. It's that no one gives birth here anymore. Same song, second verse. I get sick when I see one of their stuff arms waving. I don't want to touch them. And anyway, Slade hurries us when we're told to go log stock. Who could report what those people need? The plane sprayed for weevils. That's what was said. Then fire ants. That's what was said. But it was a tent city of mounds today. Scant pests will eat any flesh. The air rots out there. I'd blame the brutes, but I know it's my own dread. I smell fetid and kicking. The ones who have tongues confess toward night. It was grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace my fears relieved.
up here They are my first feeling I think it's about regret being wrong the way things first appear I think I'll close there <coughs> yeah.